from ice and bone, the wind carries on. The sands of time, the sun hath shone. For lush green leaves make shade at last. Till darkness comes to claim their past. We're back. We're doing it. So I've got a cool piece of pre-show news. You're pregnant? No. Uh, much better. <laughs> uh, my partner, Devon, got their top surgery done yesterday. Oh, nice. Hey. Oh, man, let's go. Good for them. Hell yeah. Everything went really well. Nice. Good. When I got them out of the recovery room, it was the first time I'd seen someone who was like, because of the drugs, was literally green. Oh, God. Like, not as an expression. <laughs> like, I always thought it was an expression. Well, no, 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 no. But I'm like, they look, they look actually, like, green tinted. Actually green. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's scary, because I've met Devon. They're black. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they're pretty, they're, like, very light-skinned, obviously, but yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah, so it was like enough to show through, but it's uh I heard recovery is such shit though. Yeah. Yeah, get those get your tits off, you know? Yeah. Not get your tits out, get your tits off. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll take them. I'll what are you doing with them? I'll take them. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I use them for a weekend sometimes, you know, who knows. We got them we got them Ubered home and we uh the tits. You sent the tits to someone else's home and They ate them for dinner. They're with a family that wants them more now. <laughs> yeah, um, like adopting yeah. out a cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, no. So uh, we're really happy about that. And because of the recovery, wherein like if they lift their arms above their head, uh, mm. they'll actually rip their chest open. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have a full month of recovery time, of which means they're not going to work for that time. Guess that means you're not getting uppies anytime soon. Yeah, sorry about it. Yeah, I know. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> Shit. You know? Like, I'm going to miss them princess carrying me to bed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you pretend to fall asleep in the back of the car. just so you can get How would you princess carry, like, above your head? <laughs> okay, well, I guess you and I princess carry in very different ways. <laughs> yeah, damn. I do it like a cartoon guy carrying a bomb, you know, just, like, straight up above the head. Oh, like Link just running around with shit above his head? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 how I romantically take them to bed. Yeah, the normal way to carry things, of course. Completely normal way to carry stuff. The normal stuff. way to carry stuff. Yeah. I'm Zink, and I carry stuff above my head. You're Zink? <laughs> yeah. It's the Russian version of Link. <laughs> yeah, you get it. 
Das tootin flutin. Das tootin flutin, which is the German joke that is not real, but it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was in a German guy's chat on Twitch and he was talking about uh, like, oh, the new Zelda game's coming out and I'm very excited about it. And then uh, somebody brought up like, you know, the Ocarina of Time in German is Das tootin flutin. And <laughs> he had like that moment of just like, <sighs> I was having a good time. <laughs> It's not real. The Ocarina of Time is not the flute and dootin. It should be. Just like how Scooby-Doo's name isn't actually Scoober Dubert. Is it? What? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> this is ruining your day. Everything is breaking apart in front of Marilyn's <laughs> fucking eyes. Is nothing real? Yeah. <laughs> Scooby-Doo's name is called Scoobert Doo, not Scoobert Dubert. Oh, no. Okay. That I, sorry. That I knew. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Shaggy's name is Nor, Shaggy's name is Norville. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That name fucks. <laughs> Norville. That's a name I'd fuck. You wish yeah. you were named Norville. Oh, in a heartbeat. All right. Well, <laughs> I got good news too, though. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I got into my honors program. Hell yes! yeah, baby. Let's go. So hard. Yeah, I had a beer and pizza with my supervisor. You deserved it. Smart girls are so hot. I know. What can I say? <laughs> so now I get to do like research about queer attraction. Nice. <laughs> a field you're an expert in. Now I feel like I need to share news. <laughs> are you now going to crack the ever, uh, the eternal mystery of how lesbians are supposed to approach one another? Because I understand that's a problem. Oh, no. We will never. That's like the ninth mystery of the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like two butter... It's like butterflies trying to fuck in the wild. They just sort of bump into each other and it's time. <laughs> yeah. It's just looking at each other across the room and not doing anything. Either they flounder around on some kind of dating app or one of their mutual lesbian friends introduced them. <laughs> There's only two options. <laughs> and even then, they still ghost each other. One of our friends is bisexual and they're now starting with their AFAB bisexual and they're now starting to start to try and date women. And they're like, it's so much more difficult because men, it's easy. I don't even mean that like they're sluts. I just mean that like because a man hasn't had a compliment since like he was eight and his mom told him that he was a very mm. handsome boy. It's <laughs> so easy to get guys to fall for you. But women like they're emotionally complex and they're like. They have friends that do stuff for them, so they don't need you. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God. You're all right, girl. Welcome, welcome, everyone, <laughs> to another episode of Tales of Bone and Ice, a D&D 5e actual play horror comedy podcast set atop a frozen ocean sometimes. My name is Brian Sherward, and to my right... So my name is Marilyn, and I play Maris. They are a dragon-born paladin. Yeah, you did it! Yay! I couldn't remember color or oath, but that's who who cares. Anyway, <laughs> who's next? And my name is Candorcore, and I am playing Rasha Daggersheath, uh, allegedly. The Nautica Jeet, apparently, uh, probably a changeling, uh, playing a some sort of class that has leather armor and at least some spell work and a lot of stealth yeah and i think that's all that's really been established who is sometimes an elf twink boy uh not entirely apparently at her own will <laughs> hi i'm gromothy tomothy <laughs> and i and i play sikankana the kalistar druid <laughs> Hi, I'm Grom Smolder. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You're calling Gromothy Tomothy the full thing from now on. Put some respect on her name. Have some respect, yeah. okay? I, 
1,000 followers on Twitch.tv <laughs> and you refer to me by my legal name, Gromothy Tomothy. Are you at 1,000 real already? Yeah, I am. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, she said 1,100. Congrats. Nice. Anyway, I'm Gromothy Tomothy. I play Sukunkana and Kalishtar Druid. Brian needs to shut up. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh, sh- she is going through something right now and is handling it poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an F in the chat for anyone who relates? <laughs> well, I guess it's time for recap rolls. Yay! That's one of those jokes that Chelsea's going to take out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm always so cute if you're watching this. By the way, if you're watching this on Patreon, good for you. And if you're not watching this on Patreon, uh, this is the kind of stupid shit that you can get on our Patreon. <laughs> that No, she's taking it out. They're not gonna, If it's taken out, then they're not going to know what you're referring to. They're not going to hear it. They're gonna, she's going to take it out. She's not going to hear it, you bingus. Yeah, I think it, yeah, and it would be really funny if it wasn't taken. Imagine just like a moment of silence. This bit is getting less and less funny the more you dig your heels into it. Yeah, exactly. This is special content for people who give us money. <laughs> if you want to see how unfunny we are, you have to pay. We're funnier when we're bitter. If that was true, I'd be the funniest person. Anyway, roll, roll your fucking recap rolls. God damn it. 14. 10. It's a good thing I definitely remember what happened last time. So I got an 11. Oh, the curse continues. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So the first sentence, I think, really starts it off with the correct way of what happened during <laughs> session 26, which is Jerry's brackets the golems can do uppies <laughs> a divine sense gons he's not evil he's just a guy bubble bath pink bottle red cork gum is the code word for example do you have gum no it's in my other bag right that was to find out if he's or they or them right <laughs> we get a massage so good i learned a couple massage tricks milf town here i come bath time all the bottles Blue claws, green horns, black lipstick, shimmering diamond white scales, smells like lavender. Nice. Gons comes in and we talk. Oh, yeah. And then tentacles from the sky. Oh, this is how he said he got here. Tentacles came from the sky. He was dying. He was found by the Jerry's. He very quietly says to me that we need to get the fuck out of here before we have to fight. And then we go to sleep. And then we wake up in a tavern, the same tavern as another dream. Rolf? Rolf is there, the bartender. He was an old adventurer. He died during the freeze. He was frozen in a realm between dreams, between life and death. Shows the alternative of if didn't freeze and stuff. Don't remember that. This is Rolf's tavern and world. And he was traveling between planes of existence when it all froze. Oh, right. Claymore cries when he sees Rolf. Twink is upstairs and sees for them. That doesn't... Sees door. Twink is upstairs and sees for them? What? Wow. Twink is upstairs and sees for them sounds so, like, ominous and eldritch and foreboding. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck does it mean? Except for Twink. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Twinks can be scary. I know of a couple scary Twinks. Sees door for them, I think. Yeah. And what? Door. There's a door. Remember how y'all had doors? Okay. Let me write that in door. <laughs> okay. okay. Perfect. And that's all I got. That was... Pretty good, actually. <laughs> nah. Do you remember the thing with the bottles? Yes, I said I got green horns and blue claws. And I smell like lavender and stuff. I have pink hair. I think that's all I got. I think so, too. Black nails. 
Oh, that's right. You got black fingernails. Pink hair, black. Oh, I'm entering my e-girl phase. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Scene queen, let's go. Yeah, e-girl. Sukun Khan is getting to that age where she wants to be an e-girl. Don't we all? <laughs> now, is it Jerry spelled with a J or a G? Sure is. Both. Silent J. Perfect. Because I actually, that's exactly how I wrote it. <laughs> G bracket J. <laughs> Would it not be absolutely awful if someone ascended to godhood right at like a shitty stage of puberty? Yeah. Like if someone ascended to godhood like at the shut up mom phase, for instance. Oh my god. I think that's how you get gods of like rebellion. Maybe. They'd be unstoppable. I was gonna say, like, I definitely have listened to a show. Dames and Dragons had a uh, teenage god of rebellion. Yeah. Oh, dope. Who was a teenager? Obviously, that's the first part of that collection of words I said. Sure is. Unless they're like, I don't know, trans age or something. Some 80-year-old person who's like, I'm a teenager at heart. You just never matured, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, that was a good recap. That was surprisingly good considering how it started. <laughs> yeah. I only wrote down the important stuff. She should get into the honors program for this podcast. Mm. Yeah, think about, think about it. You got this like great piece of uh, art on your resume. And they're not going to care what you say you did in it or not, except unless they listen to it and know that you didn't edit it. But that's okay. It's oh, it's too late to lie. I use a pseudonym <laughs> for my editing skills. You can't even be like, oh, yeah, and I learned how to play this game, but Marilyn doesn't know how to play D&D. <laughs> I still don't, like famously. I was my some of my coworkers were listening to some of the TikToks for mm -hmm. our sh like the show, so they're listening to it. And they're like, oh my god, you guys are so funny and cute. And they're like, how do you not, how long have you been doing this? And I was like, oh, like. For like a while, and they're like, and you still don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't know what because they heard that part with the armor, and they're like, you still don't know how to do this. Yeah, and I don't. Been playing this game for coming up on almost three, four years. No idea. <laughs> I love how clueless you are. It's like it's not for a lack of trying either. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's like three three-ish years going on but it's only been six months of session so there's a lot of time for knowledge to be lost oh no i mean she's like we her and i played in a game for two years before this Sh shut up shut up <laughs> you shut up <laughs> yeah you shut up <laughs> oh okay well then yeah i guess all bets are off in that case yeah never mind fair enough she played a warlock <laughs> who didn't barely cast spells <laughs> i had the fire one to be fair that's warlocks like mo you play Warlock so that you have the spells, but all you need to cast is Eldritch Blast. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> anyway, so let's get right into it. Uh, another bone-thrilling, bone-chilling, bone-smelling episode. Yeah. I don't think that's going to make the cut. <laughs> it might. You brought it back. What do bones smell like? <laughs> <laughs> So, we open upstairs. Raisha standing in front of this door. In twink boy form. Twink boy form. General silence. A door emotionally beckoning you. When you say the door was clearly made for me, does that just mean that like I have like a kind of mental thing? Or does it have anything upon it? It has something on it that is consistently sort of altering its perception. So the glyph on the door is consistently changing. Sort of a indicator of how you are consistently changing in your life. On that note, they try and transform again. Cannot. 
Okay, so at first they just like stand and they don't do anything, and then they're sort of like, mm, mm, and they kind of like scrunch up their hands and they kind of like do that like concentrating, like trying really hard to do to transform, and then they like slap themselves a couple of times as they are going through this process of trying to re reinitiate. Uh, when they first started learning how to use their abilities um, and falling back on some old tricks, none of which work. Okay, dick move. Again, to reiterate, dick move. So the glyph, glyph changes. I can't change, bullshit. All right, fine. They throw open the door. So they just stride in and they just throw it open. Inside the room, there is a bed, there is a dresser, a mirror, a Pretty generic painting on the wall, nothing of note. A uh, closet, a rug in the middle, there's two pillows on the bed, relatively comfortable. There's a shelf above the bed, and there's a bedside table. There's a person standing on the rug in the middle of the room. They take the shape of your similar sort of twinkish boy form. However, they are female, and then they are cat person. And then they are a bird person. And then they are a dwarf. And then they are changing multiplicatively almost to versions of things that you've been, things that you've had in your back pocket just in case you needed to leave. They change into things you've never seen before. And they look at you and they say, What are we? What an excellent fucking question. I thought you might know. Why would I know? Because you're what? I'm guessing you're the detached spirit of my whatever fucking fey nature? Maybe. You're more me than this, and then they slap their chest is. So I don't fucking know. I... I, I want to feel like... I want to know who I am. Oh, great. So we're both fucking losers with no idea. Um, he goes over to the bed and he takes the blanket and he throws it over the mirror. And then they kind of flop onto the bed and they cover their eyes with the palms of their hands. <sighs> okay, fine. What answers can we get? Do you not know what you are at all? No. I, um, I don't have a name. I don't have any idea where I'm from. I don't know who or what you are. But you're we're cl you're clearly me and I'm clearly you. And we clearly have the exact same problem. What do I call you? Don't call me Valana. Beyond that, I don't know. Call me two. Okay, two. And they hold up fingers like they mean like two or do you mean like Yeah, like the second. Do you have memories? Do you have our memories? Kind of, but not really. I remember glimpses of when you were changing into something else. But it's like a like a picture frame and it all sort of blurs together like a really, I don't know, some sort of memory flashback. They sit up really, they sit up really quickly and they look at it. Do you remember anything from like before, like really, really young? Like infants. Some some things. Like what? I remember there was some sort of 
we were in wrapped in some sort of sort of blanket or something and then i remember we were facing the sky cuz i saw something blue and then later on i remember we were laying on the ground and looking up at some sort of furry beast i think it was oh, i had a really long face uh it's like those shifter people and then i remember there were people who showed up I, I saw the look of fear in their eyes. Um, and then the next time we saw some more people in the same thing. And then I don't remember anything. And then we were in a home. And then we were in the home. And that was where we stayed for a long time. Right. Okay. Transition period. What do you remember between getting to... Do you remember... What was the first things remembering in the home? Do you remember being put in the home? Yeah, I remember be I think I think that it's not I don't remember any any words. I just remember pictures of the 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 times at which we were changing. So I don't know if I was put in the like I don't remember being put in the home, but I remember the next thing I saw was the home. So we were out by ourselves somewhere and then we were in this home. Okay. So you remember the moment of change then? Yeah. Okay. So then you would remember when we were changed, do you remember seeing Valana? And do you remember seeing who put us there? All I remember is that they had extremely long white hair. And there was another baby, and then there wasn't another baby. When you say there wasn't another baby, do you mean like baby taken maybe i i there was a baby there and then there wasn't a baby the next time we changed okay okay that's good this is this is a good start you know what i feel like you've earned yourself a name what do you want to be called so you are called two yep i think that i should be called many all right many so you want to know what we are I'd also like to know that. So, sounds like we've got uh, convergent interests. Where are we? Uh, I was literally just about to ask you that. God damn Sorry, it! Sorry, it's, it's probably going to happen a lot, like I said. Yeah, but like, hopefully one of us knows more answers, and hopefully it's not me, because if I'm the one with more answers, I have bad news for you. Well, you 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 remember all the things, and the memories, and the, the words, and 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 things that happen i only remember pictures from when you changed ah but you seem to remember more about those pictures than i remember oh okay so we might actually have a chance of figuring this shit out and finding uh we can find uh white hair or horse face this is actually good this is actually yeah this is good this is progress okay so um so when do you're your one of your friends has white hair, don't they? Yeah, I think she's a little young. Oh, okay. But you're thinking maybe like I could something I could ask her about. Well, I actually thought it was going to be her, and that we could this would be a lot easier, but I guess not. No. Also, like technically, her hair is pink now. Oh, see, I I wouldn't know that. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, do you? This kind of academic. Do you remember not the last time we transformed, but the time before last? I think so. It's it's weird. The closer it is, the more difficult it is to remember. 
Okay, I'm just kind of curious because the last time I transformed is when I turned back into Rasha. And the time immediately before that was involuntary. So I'm just curious if you know about that one. Or if you only remember me volunte- my voluntary changes. We were kind of getting fucked up by a bunch of, like, light magic. Hurt a lot. I don't know if you remember pain. Uh, suddenly many, like, puts their hands on their head and is just, like, riddled with psychic pain at the memory of being forcibly transformed. Okay, you don't have to remember that hard. It's fine. <sighs> just... <sighs> All right, that's good to know. <sighs> and then we cut downstairs. All right, okay. Sukunkana, Maris. Claymore is having a bad time right now, but a good time, sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rolf is standing there um, knowingly, having just told, uh, or just basically, you know, blown Claymore's mind in that, like, someone else from his time is alive. Kind of. Kind of. Around. Talkable to. Because <laughs> Claymore's not even really alive either. No, well, yeah. Um, full disclosure, I fully don't remember anything about this, so I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, we're here in the moment. Just freeballing it. Well, Marilyn did a great job describing it. I don't remember anything. I don't remember how Sukun kind of felt. I don't remember <laughs> this scenario even slightly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sukun kind of just gonna stand there looking a little um awkward. <laughs> Just like me. Just like, wow, really playing by the character you're feeling it right now. Yeah. This is awesome. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. <laughs> Claymore, you have a buddy? <laughs> you have a friend. You got a pal. Aw, they're friends. Claymore, uh, wearing his wonderful, majestic plate armor, he stands up and uh, he walks over to Rolf, like, way faster than you would imagine he would move in this thing. Uh, and he just leans over the counter and he says, oh, it's been so... Oh, man, it's been so long since I've done the Claymore voice. Hold on. Hello! Hello there! Oh, hello! Oh, hello there! Hello there! Oh, Ralph. Ralph. Ralph, I'm... 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 I'm sorry that you died, but I'm glad that we got to see each other again. Oh, how'd you guys know each other? We used to adventure together. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, um, I do... Rolf, you're... Are, I must assume you're aware that I'm I'm trapped in a ring on the Dragonborn's finger, right? I hold up I hold up the ring. <laughs> yeah. Rolf looks uh, and he says, "Well, kind of. Trapped is not the right word. You're you're just along for the ride, you know?" I think trapped's pretty accurate, honestly. <laughs> kind of pipes up from the corner. So like kidnapped? You're not trapped. You're just chained to the car seat. Yeah, yeah you're just you're just not allowed to leave. <clears throat> you don't have a body and you can't make your own choices. That seems pretty trapped to me. I don't not to like be a negative Nelly or anything. Rolf tells him, uh, so what will happen is if the dragonborn were to die, you could conceivably possess their body but also we have a uh, a different solution actually that might work better for you put it put the ring on someone and then murder them we don't need to find them a nice looking corpse anymore no neither of you are right what i was looking for a nice corpse i know i know yeah we were looking for a hot hot bod yeah well i mean like a fresh one every you know it's i thought about putting them in one of the jerry's that would have been really helpful actually right Honestly, uh, the fact that these two deal with humor so well in tragedy is is a, really a blessing on you, I think. We're fucked up, yeah. Uh, Claymore says, uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's really great that they're so um, just positive all the time. It's it really rare, actually. Um, I can be negative if you want. Fuck you. No, you. Well, don't worry. I know. Yes. <laughs> I'm full well aware. But uh, Claymore, then, like you've you've been in dreams with him before. He's never looked so serious in his life. And he looks at Rolf and he says, "What's the other idea?" And Rolf tells him, "Well, um, the four of you." including the one upstairs, have now been given... You have enough strength and knowledge. You can go through the door now. So you can kind of immediately point to that sussy door that she tried to get through that she got wall-mastered from. Yes. Yes, that door. Oh, shit. She hops on the on the ground like gremlin-like. She's like, Sir, what's out there? What? Look, the door... The only reason that I have... Someone guarding the door, and he lifts up his hand, showing, like, it's his hand, but a bigger version. I only have someone guarding that door, because I don't know what's on the other side of it. Then how do you know we're ready? Is it, like, some kind of, like, cosmic destiny thing that you've got going on? Is it gonna get Claymore a body? Is it gonna be hot? Well, I mean, look at him. You can tell he's hot. I can't. I, I, I assume based on what other people tell me, but... He's super hot. Okay, I'll trust you. So you can kind of can only tell like how hot someone is by like watching Maris, how long she stares or they yeah. stare. <laughs> Not only is he going to be getting a body, he's going to be getting that body. What? But the catch is that you have to make it to the end of whatever's beyond that door. I mean, yeah, of course. Right, Sukunkana? Well, like, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> now I... hold your horses. <laughs> We've I, somebody in this group has made a lot of rash decisions recently. Just... Uh, it... <laughs> that may or may not have landed us in the sky. Um, uh, I, I mean, I guess, I guess we should, and then Claymore will be out in the loose. And able to talk and stuff. Yeah, uh, Claymore, will you help us fight the Sky King? <laughs> of, of course, of, of course, I'll help you fight the Sky King. Awesome, oh, I'm all in. We can't, we can't fight the Sky King. Why not? Uh, I talk to him. We we have to leave before that it comes to that. He told me. We have to leave. Okay. Yeah, he said like there's no we can't we we need to get the fuck out. I have a contingency plan, but it doesn't involve anyone else. Okay. Um, uh, I would love it if it did involve anyone else, but it's like an emergency situation that I have planned out. Um, Do you have another bean, and then we could plant it upside down? A plant? That's not how plants work. We could try. What if I just throw all of the beans into the ground and just toss them? People might die though. I mean, Maha's down there probably killing people on her own, so... My, my heart just fucking... Like, you're like, please don't, please don't. Do you think maybe there's a whole bunch of sky gods, like sky king gods or whatever, and we have to fight all maybe of them? Maybe we could get a bigger sky god to kick this one's ass, but no, we can't fight him. Yeah, um, okay, we're gonna summon... A, we're gonna have a We're gonna have a cage match with all of the sky gods. Ooh. Or the sky kings. Yeah. Uh, the sky king situation... Yeah, that was a complete coincidence. I don't know. There's a mysterious hand. It was a bean ghost. Told me that I could become a god. And now nothing nothing similar to what I thought would happen is happening. Yeah, no. Um, 
So the, usually what happens is the way that that guy, Guns, described it, in that the, the, the castle in the sky just picks people up, and then they fight the current Sky King, and whoever wins gets to be the new Sky King or whatever. That has nothing to do with the beans. Oh. But how do I become a god then? <laughs> that's that's a real question. I mean, the the real question is, why would you want to? I ate one of them and I just got hurt. I know. That was not smart. Look, it looked good. Tasty. It was like a, like a, it was tasty other than the pain. So the, the challenge to ascend to godhood was climbing down the beanstalk. Okay, well now we've got to get out of this castle. God, why is it so convoluted? Damn. What, you think anybody should just be allowed to become a god easily? Wait, no, Sloop, Sloop the Bean Wraith showed up and he was like, you're not ready to go to that castle yet. And I was like, okay, I guess we'll wait. And I thought that that's what we were supposed to do because the Bean Wraith showed up when it was like, don't go there yet, go there later. Um, and so we had our little nap and then we went. We couldn't have been like, oh, I'm Sloop the Bean Wraith and you can like climb down and that's your challenge. A cryptic misunderstanding of messages delivered from trickster gods. I, I think that some kind of mystic god just misspoke <laughs> <laughs> and retconned the beans, Doc. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I, I'm not here, but I think it's some kind of chronergy thing. You know, we're in some sort of alternate timeline skip thing, you know, some sort of time paradox thing, because, of course, Brian would never retcon anything. I would never. Brian would never. No DM has ever realized that what they were doing was going to extend things way beyond their playtime and then hastily retcon something <laughs> in the middle. Don't look at me like that. My partner, who is a player in my game. Sorry, I just, I just... Sorry, I just blacked out. You just, I feel like you just said a whole bunch of true shit, but I'm not sure. But I'm not ready to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I have another idea then. Let's plant more beans. <laughs> and then climb down those. Hold on, how about we fuck up some more Let's shit? plant another bean and then climb down that. What the hell? Why would you climb down a different beanstalk? To get down to the ground. You already have the beanstalk. Yeah, but we're trapped in a castle now. Did you forget that part? Well... So you're going to plant a beanstalk inside the castle. Yes. That will then destroy the castle. <gasps> that could be a really good diversion. It would be a great diversion. We could do that and then me and you and Rasha and the and then Sky God, I can't remember what his name is, our our Gons, friend, I think. Gons. We can all escape from the Jeremys. And then Claymore pipes in with, "Okay, that's all great and wonderful and stuff, but uh my body yeah, we have to go through the door first. Uh, yeah. I believe there was a piece of this at which I was involved, and it was kind of important to me personally, your friend Claymore, who wrote upon your finger for uh, months at this point. I'm like your stallion. Yeah, you're like my stallion. You're my steed. I'm your lizard. <gasps> wow. Yeah, we should get that bod. Something, something. Claymore riding Maris. I don't know. I feel like that's just, it's the easiest, lowest hanging fruit. And I'm, just, I can't just let it sit there out there in the wild without being addressed because there's going to be people out there who are going to see it that way. And just now that I've said it, we know it's not funny. That's how we're going to get around that. Really dig your heels into this one. God, I'm just. Yeah, there's a lot of low hanging fruits. Chicken kind of walks over the door. Well, what about your friend, though? Oh, I, I don't know. I'll go, I'll, I'll go check on her. I'll go upstairs. <laughs> you go upstairs and there are no doors. 
I kick the walls a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Russia, Russia. Do you you hear? That's pretty good. Yeah, I kick the walls a bunch. Nothing happens. <laughs> I stab one of them with a dagger. <laughs> Come back downstairs. <laughs> hey, I had a question, Mister Rolf. <laughs> it's so, it's so, it's so, it's so frustrating to deal with people who are like us, my Claymore. <laughs> This is what it must have been like for every single tavern owner who we ever walked into their place and just started destroying their shit and just yelling at them and demanding things and asking. I'm like, they were just trying to run a business. And we came in and just absolutely like demolished everything in sight, dropped 10 gold on the counter and pretended like that was okay. I haven't destroyed anything for the record, but I could. You stab I am I am omnipotent here. You went upstairs, kicked, and stabbed the walls. What are you talking about? I was looking for doors. <laughs> I had a question, Mr. Rolf. What's your what's your stupid fucking question? <laughs> Why is Maha in my room when she's kind of some kind of evil ghost that was living in my body? Because she was possessing the spot that was clearly held for someone else who she was suppressing with her magic. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's deep. You know what? Someone's getting a little grumpy. I think we should go through that door. Yeah, I think you should wait for your fucking friend. Okay, well, where is she? Uh, well, where is she? I looked. I checked. It's, she's not up there. So, too, you've just heard a bunch of banging and now you've heard yelling downstairs. <laughs> Many and you have been talking about a few different things. Trying to piece together a bit of your history here and there. It's relatively, like, you get a little bit here and there, but it's pretty difficult and relatively unsuccessful. Okay, okay. I'll try and transform as I'm biting into a peach because you need to try them. I, They're really good. I'm not going to get the sensation. I'm just going to get the image. Well, I don't know. Just, I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I know. Look, I pre. Okay, no. I. Okay, whatever. Listen, these idiots are. I'm, I'm hearing banging. Um, is that... You don't know anything about that, do you? Why would I? Fair enough. He's yelling in the distance. You hear a distant, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't give me a discount, I'll burn this place to the ground! <laughs> Conjure me up a table. I want to flip it. Look, we can... Well, I mean, I don't know if we'll be able to talk. I. This is a lot. Okay, look. Once we're more clear... And I, I don't know that I can help at all. But once, once you're more clear on who and what we are, I mean, you've already helped quite a bit. Like I said, white hair or horse face? Probably white hair. Horse face sounds incidental, but might know where uh, white hair is, so uh, that's useful. Maybe. Okay. What do you um, think the odds are that I'm going to be able to transform in this weird meditation thing place? When I exit the door. I don't know. That's fair. And then uh, they sort of like dissolve into a silvery liquid on the ground and disappear. I try and transform back into Rasha. You can. Yes! <laughs> God. Oh, fuck. I'm glad I'm rid of that thing. Okay. Sorry, many if you're... No, wait. He... They're only listening when I transform. Never mind. I don't have to worry about that. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to open up the door and step out and... There's stab marks in all the walls. Correct, <laughs> I only stabbed one wall and I only did it once. There's a stab hole in one wall. <laughs> hmm. 
Hmm. You hear hmm. yelling downstairs. Oh, I know who that is. <laughs> okay. Um, Rasha is going to go downstairs. Uh, does she have any of her equipment or weapons on her? You have everything in your equipment thing. Yeah, actually, Rasha is going to stealth downstairs okay. to try and get a handle on the situation. Because she has check. no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah, all right. Be nice to me. Rolf, I'm going through something right now. <laughs> I... <laughs> And I have lots of questions. <laughs> She's still yelling. You can roll with advantage. Okay. Are you sure? Because I got a nat one. <laughs> you fall down the stairs. I fall down the stairs. Sukakana <laughs> 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 so is still standing near the stairs and sees you falling. <laughs> Just a crumpled heap of cat girl at the bottom of the stairs. Sukakana so like kind of like squats down and pats your head and says. That's all right. One time I set my friend on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Recognizing a critical failure when she sees one. (laughs) Yeah. Rasha with like her ankle in front of her head is like, (sighs) okay, give me a second. Yeah. He's dead now though. Stands up. (laughs) Uh, Claymore. Claymore says, uh, yeah, Rolf, you're completely correct. If, if, if I could, I would apologize to every establishment we ever set foot in so what's going on down here they're criticizing me how dare they how dare they i know i i've been been a peach considering okay i'm going through a lot right now do you have any peaches on you never mind it's too late no no i've got strawberries maybe Ooh. depends on depends on how many have grown on my little guy okay cool where are we well, uh, we're in a, a mystical tavern in between realms. Oh, so this is this is Ralph. He's the owner and maker. This is kind of his world and very critical. Yeah, but he's he he's very helpful to us. He helps a lot. You're right. He is. You know, Ralph. I'm sorry. You're very helpful. <laughs> Thank you for being so helpful and kind. Fucking thanks, Jesus. <laughs> so there's this secret door, and Ralph says we can go through it and when we go through it we gotta go through it and like get through it and then we can get claymore his body back it's not a secret door claymore is the magical ring that has the soul of a dead guy in it this is my best friend claymore oh right okay yeah cool ralph why am i here i don't know man why am i here <laughs> no ask ralph ralph why am i here i'm i'm glad i am i'm just curious well to be honest you really weren't in the the schedule programming however it's because you're with them oh so he's so 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 rasha is just a replacement for connie in this like cosmic spiel that we've been indoctrinated into i don't know if we should look at it like that i mean that's how i'm looking at it these two have put themselves on a path of importance and uh along with him he was also you know along this path and you are now on this path and I recognize that it's sort of like feels like, oh, you're just getting like the short end of the stick. You're just along for the ride. But- no, fuck that. Hut down. Balls out. Let's go. What are we doing? We're going to become gods. Sweet. Yeah, we got Oh, my God. I've got these beans that can turn us into gods. But we're apparently we're supposed to climb down the beanstalk and not go to the spooky castle in the sky. But who can resist going to a castle in the sky? OK, like in our defense. Who can resist that? But I can give you a bean, and then you can make your own beanstalk, and then climb back down, and then also become a god. I think that's how it works. No, I think if we all climb down together. Wait, 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 wait. Is the trial go? Wait, is the trial climbing down? Apparently. So the path to godhood the bean, is the just like. The beanstalk did not explain it well. Okay, wait. So the path to godhood is just like what bouldering a lot. Yeah. 
Basically. I could find ways around that. I was just going to turn into a bug and then float down. <gasps> That's so smart. Yeah. Bugs don't take fall damage. Crazy. Can we all be bugs? No, just me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. We'll find our own way down. I'm not sure if I want to become a god necessarily, but I'm not entirely dismissing it out of hand. There is uh, sort of a sort of a catch with the god thing, though. What's the catch? Is it that you have? Is it like being the Sky King? Because that seems like it sucks. Yeah, the Sky King seems like it sucks. Yeah. Oh, also, we're not going to kill the Sky King. Cool. The Sky King gets to keep their physical body. Who cares? Actually, never mind. I'm a bad example, but most people do. So become like the Bean Wraith. No, because the bean wraith is just sort of a like a, a trickster god's messenger. You would lose your physical form and become a, a, more of a cosmic entity. That means I could go to the stars. I, the stars are my whole shit. Well, sure, but you... You know, it'd be pretty good. The, the Akis Nuhus, that'd be pretty dope. Backtracking a bit, trickster to god? I could be the new trickster god. I think I'd be good at it. He, he was uh, unrecorded. Honestly, and it's for good reason he wanted to be forgotten about because if you're forgotten about, you lose your power. Okay, so he's gone. But his but his Semna Wraith was still around. No, he's not forgotten though. Well, yeah. But why is his power that bad? What I'm saying, Sukunkana, is whoever succeeds at this test will no longer be able to travel with their companions. I mean, this is the same if you die, and I'm pretty close to probably getting killed. So, but. What lies beyond this door, even I'm not sure. All I know that for sure is that beyond this door is a chance for Claymore to get his new body. And by new body, I mean old body. But it's not the god test beyond the door. So, if you're ready, and if all of you are ready, I will call off the hand. I actually hate to, again, what are the odds the trickster god was out and doing things around, say, like, 15, 16-ish years ago? It's not impossible. Cool. Interesting. I might have more questions about that at a later point. I feel like we're doing a thing. I don't want to get us too distracted. Uh, anyway, Claymore, here's your sword. <laughs> we're already pretty distracted. Uh, and then he like hands Claymore uh, a sword that matches his shiny, wonderful plate mail. Is it's it like a Claymore? Huge. Believe it or not, it's a Claymore. Oh my god. <gasps> oh, we love that. Would have been so funny if it was just like a Zweihander. A, k- a katana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> weave and plate armor. Let's go. <laughs> He hands him a, a, a sword. It's got a golden trim on the handle and stuff. It's very pretty, and it has a slight radiant glow to it. So the door. You've been presented with the door. I step forward. I put my hand on the handle. I look back at my two buddies, my three buddies, and Ralph, and then I nod. <laughs> Does anybody nod back? So you can get it. it gives you a thumbs up. Perfect. I open the fucking door. Okay, you open the door, and inside the door, much like there was before, as Sukunkana remembers, a long, twisting hallway. There's a bit of sort of mossy greenery on the walls. It's very dark illuminated by what seem to be some sort of very gentle magical torches that are meant to more guide your way than actually illuminate the hallway. It stinks of mold and mildew and time. The hand puts itself up against the wall right outside the front of the door and just stays there. Does nothing. Does not move. Does not make a sound. 
and waits. What's that? Magic's hand. So, I have a theory. So, Claymore died in a forest from a bunch of spiders, I think? Gross. Yep, yep. So, I'm wondering if to get to his body, we're going to have to fight a fuck ton of spiders. I'm wondering if this is connected to that? I hope not. So, just be a heads up for that. I don't mean to jump the gun, but I really would like to have a body back. And he just sort of, like, starts walking, uh hands clasped on his blade and his, as it rests on his shoulder as he walks through this hallway. What's a gun? Like a kind of trench? I, I don't know. We did have them back then. Look, we don't have time to explain it right now. Well, don't say things we don't know. She follows. <laughs> so he kind of touches the moss. Soft. She takes a little bit. Takes it with her. Takes some dream moss. Yeah. Rasha is affecting nonchalance, but is strategically putting everyone between her and the way forward while also staying very close to immediately behind Maris. <laughs> so, the four of you walking down this hallway, you can see it's a twisting hallway. Gravity does align to the floor that you thought it would, and as you continue to twist through, there's a, a lingering sense of looming darkness, and the farther you walk, eventually you turn around and the door is gone, floor is gone. It's no longer a twisting hallway, and it's just, as Maris predicted, a forest path. You turn around again, and you're able to see a small clearing. Single campfire. Perception check. Perception check? Yeah, sure. It's a campfire? Yeah, it's just a single campfire. Is it lit? Hell yeah. Can I also? Yep. Yep. You can perception check. Uh, 17. Can't wait until we get attacked by the spiders that killed Claymore. 16 plus zero. Give me a second. I got to get my dice out. Oh, my gosh. You know, as uh, the more you say that, he's like going in and changing them from spiders to dire wolves. And then he's like pausing and thinking to himself, like, no, they've been dicks today and changing them to worms, like with a Y. I got a 10. Grim, you have advantage because of your shield. Oh, yeah, that's right. Your dead friend's shield. I got a 14. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh. Doing her about as much good as it ever did, Connie. Mm-hmm. Sure do. I even have a plus seven. <laughs> Rasha, you look around the clearing. You can tell, like, you know, there's probably people coming back soon. They might be using this as a beacon to, like, light their way back to where they're all supposed to meet or something. Uh, upon closer inspection, like on the ground, it's a little difficult to see because they seem to be just flat. There's no tents, but there are uh, bedrolls on the ground. Uh, the rest of you, you can see, you can see a fire. <laughs> Is there anything besides the bedrolls, like any bags or anything? There's some cooking utensils that you can see. Somebody probably made food recently. How many bedrolls? Three. And uh, upon further inspection, you can see there is a bow and a uh, short sword. Claymore, you recognize this? This look familiar to you? Yes, this is uh, this is a regular camping spot we used to use, actually. Remember, uh, Ralph used to make the food at night. It was excellent. I think oh, my memory's a little foggy now. There was someone else with us. They used to make just the most wonderful spicy candy. You feel like a tricky guy to you? Oh, no, no. They just... They never lied about whether it was spicy or not. It was just, it was spicy candy, and they would be like, do you want some? And I'd be like, for sure, of course, yes, of course. 
I'm not scared of a little spice. It was too spicy every single time. A hundred percent of the time, it was way too spicy. But I didn't want to look like you know, like a like a wimp. So I would always eat it, and it would always just really mess me up for the next four to six hours. It was just terrible. I recommend it every single time. Don't do it. But also, I highly recommend trying it. But don't. Don't ever. Well, if we ever needed any confirmation that Claymore was, in fact, cishat. Um... <laughs> Trans rights, though. Am I right, fellow gamers? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Trans rights. Uh, Sukun Kana is going to uh, kind of like mind link to everybody present and so that they can have a degree of, of uh, privacy while they speak and says... So should we go up to the every time? Don't worry about it. Should we go? Sorry. <laughs> should we go? You'll get used to it. Should we go up to the campfire or just stand here and wait for something to happen? This could have been any of those times that we went camping. Like it's a pretty normal setup. I don't necessarily know when this is. But like Mare said, the odds of this being the time that you are killed have got to be. More likely than the others. I mean, maybe. I feel like the chances are pretty high. It's entirely possible. I mean, but why would he send me back to a? Uh, uh, why would we? Why would it bring us to a place at which I was likely to perish? Because we're gonna steal your dead body. Wait, but, but do we have to kill your double? No, I think we just have to steal his corpse after it gets killed. Why would you? No, I look. Here's the thing. If Wait, you ring, ring. Who's got the ring? Me. Are they still wearing it? I like. I would be. I wouldn't have taken it off. And the ring is still on them in the dream world? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Wait. Was Rasha there for the ring explanation? No. Okay. Out of character, then, um, because Rasha doesn't know this. But if we put the ring on old Claymore when he dies... Oh, meta. Mm. Okay, can I see what happens if I take the ring off? Claymore just disappears. He just dies. Just, his brain explodes. Uh, <laughs> well, fucking eyes melt out of his face. <laughs> We're all covered in gore. So if you if you, you go to start take the ring off and Claymore falls to his knees. Like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I just... Oh. No, don't do that. Well, I've never... You've never tried it before. I was expecting that either. Oh, I just thought if you're... If you're... You know, if you have your own kind of body right now, then maybe I don't need to be wearing this for you to be here. Well, I mean... I. I, I, I stay I understand that that makes sense, but um I guess not. I I think there might be something else there. Like maybe maybe we should wait and see until we can actually put it somewhere. So you can kinda while you guys are talking, throws a rock at the campsite. <laughs> Give me an athletics check. <laughs> I'm really good at athletics. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing you asked me to do athletics yeah. because I got I got two minus two. You can't even pick the rock up. <laughs> like you can't. You like reach down to like pick up the rock. And you're just. Like, I'm just struggling to get it off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you're just trying to pick it up, and you're you just like, why? You, keep, you know how you ever try to pick up a rock that's sort of like buried a little too much in the ground? Yeah. yeah. Like and she's like scratching at the dirt trying to get it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, it turns out it's actually just a tree root. Yeah, you're realizing it's a lot bigger than you thought it was, and you're like going like, oh, this is way too big for my purposes. And like. <laughs> Way too stubborn to like pick a different rock. Yeah. Yeah. So now she's like scrunched over on the ground, picking at the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Sukarna? Did you find something? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no uh, nothing. I was, ju- I was just appreciating the dirt. <laughs> That's actually very on brand. Yeah.
the four of you watching the scene of the Claymore and his two friends returning to camp. Uh, they're jovial. They're, they seem to have successfully caught something, and they're about to presumably sit down and cook it. Uh, well, well done, folks. Uh, you're always so excellent at capturing things and tracking. I just, if, if you could point me in the right direction, I will take it down. But I cannot find it for the life of me. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good shot. <laughs> Excellent job there, Ziggy. I really, I, I really lucky shot. You're correct, hundred uh, percent. Well done. However, do you think it would be possible to maybe could we not turn part of this uh, animal, this deer, into spicy candy? Oh yeah, I guess we can try not to make it all into spicy candy. I quite enjoy it. You're not going soft on us, are you, Claymore? Oh no, 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 we do. Absolutely, I would. Can't handle the heat, can you, Claymore? Oh no, 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 no! I've got fire in my veins, you know, as they say. (laughs) Oh great, extra spicy candy it is then. Oh, make a double Uh, batch. Oh good. Um, so we cut back to the four of you watching this scene unfold. As it walks to the campfire. And in that moment, Maris is like, maybe you deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I don't actually say that. Yeah. Claymore looks out and he says, it's really jarring to see yourself when you know for a fact that you've died. Also, I'm much so much younger than I remember. So handsome. Rasha has hidden behind a tree. Don't you think so, Rasha? She's gone. She kind of still picking at the dirt. So Maris is the only one, like, participating. <laughs> Sika kind of throws a handful of dirt. It doesn't make it very far. <laughs> Do they notice her? No. Hello? She says out loud. Uh, uh, uh. Hello? They, they, like Claymore and, and uh, Ziggy sort of like squint their eyes and look over. You hear that? Hello? Um, the hell? There shouldn't be anyone out here. Hello? So they, they draw their weapons. <laughs> It, Claymore, it, you can see two of these swords now at the same time. What is Claymore doing? Uh, he's sort of just standing. Like he's just watching? Yeah, he, he's he's aghast. Uh, Sukunkana is going to be like, I'm a druid, I belong in the woods. And kind of like, look, just, just stands up, brushes the dirt off of her hands, and just kind of stands there looking druidic. <laughs> yeah, are we all visible to them? Or are we just... Uh, two of you are. One of you give me a stealth check. I'm getting rid of these dice. Uh, total was 10. Very standard. Not with a plus six. You're like hiding behind the tree, but like, what kind of weapons do you have? Um, I have a crossbow and a rapier. Okay, so your rapier like falls out from behind the tree as soon as they're like looking over for this voice of hello. I make wind noises. <laughs> Just a horse over here. <laughs> hello. Tis but a horse. So at that point, Claymore and Claymore make eye contact. Past Claymore is like, it's those damn doppelgangers again. And he runs over with his sword, ready to do great battle with himself. Uh, Sukin kind of puts her hands out and says, hold up. Stop, stop a second. Hold up. Listen. We can't leave no heart. No, no. <laughs> yeah, Maris is going to like drop her sword and kind of like put her hands out, kind of like stand slightly in front of my Claymore and just be like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Not a doppelganger. Rasha also puts her hands out, but she is holding her crossbow in one hand. <laughs> but like, you know, held up. Mm-hmm. But she's also like, 
ready to fire if she needs to. I won't, f I won't fall for this trick again. Ah! Uh, she's going to make a persuade check. That actually is going to be at least partially a deception check. Or sorry, some kind of check, a placation check, however you did, you deem that. Yeah, she's just going to say, uh, wait, no, we're not, no, we're not doppelgangers. Okay, we're, uh, he is just future you. We've come from the future <laughs> to introduce rock and roll. <laughs> I, love, I love the, I love the, like, like, the confidence, like, I have an idea. I'll tell them we're from the future. Yeah. We're not doppelgangers. Uh, anyway, um, persuasion check. Sure. I'm not going to use this dice either. Okay, that was a total of 10 again. Why are you doing? What is your plus for persuasion? I rolled a two. <laughs> Bull bullshit! Uh, <laughs> he's now like up in melee range and uh, roll initiative. What are his other party members doing? <laughs> They're behind him, but quite far behind him because he runs in really fast and aggressively. For the record, I got a woe on my cosmic omen roll that I just did. So just an FYI. So we have not regained any hit points, right? Because we haven't completed the long rest. We did, didn't we, in the massage? Well, I was just a cat, but that's not the point. No, we got temp hit points. You got temp hit points, yeah. Uh, no, you have not regained hit points yet because you have not finished the long rest. Cool. Well, I'm glad that I'm behind everybody else. I think, uh, didn't we, we did have a long rest, though, before we went in the castle. Oh, yeah, but, like, it's been... No, but I got moonbeamed after that. Yeah. Oh, you got hurt. Nobody else did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So can I get anybody who got initiative over 20, if anybody has it? I got 22. Ooh, suck on that. Uh, can I get between 15 and 20? I'm stealing this from Matt Mercer straight up. 19. Okay. Uh, between 10 and 15? 13. Oh, Grim, you also get to roll with advantage for your initiative. I mean, I already got 22, but nope, still 22. Okay. So, Tukankana, you get to go first. Cool. Who is he up with? Who is he up next to? Uh, he is right up in gear with Maris. Awesome. Okay. Not other Claymore? You think he'd go for Claymore first? She's standing in front of Claymore. Oh, okay. Ah. That makes sense. <laughs> so you're in a Claymore sandwich right now. Ooh. And you're about to be in a Claymore skewer. Oh. Jealous. I'm going to cast first level Guiding Bolt on Claymore. Okay. <laughs> Just to, like, you know, guiding bolt him. Just destroy this man. It's first level. Oh, yeah. I could cast it at third level, Brian. That would destroy this man. Roll your roll your roll to hit. And on a side note, I'm doing it non-lethally. Okay. I got 21. Wait. No, I got... Tw what's 16 plus 7? <laughs> Not 21. <laughs> 23. 23. Yeah, 23. I got okay, 23. Your, that hits. Roll your damage. Okay, give me one second. I got to get out all my D6s. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's 8, 9, 10, 11 points of damage. Okay, so you just you hit him with a guiding bolt. Yeah, I just I lift up I lift up my thing. I shoot it. It leaves sparkles behind. It's very magical, girl. Uh, you hit Claymore, and he's <laughs> completely taken aback. Like, ah, the damn magics again! Ah! Uh, kind is gonna be like, hey, I actually don't want to fight you, so it'd be really cool if you just stopped. What do you do? You have a bonus action you want to do? I could bonus action, I guess. Um, yeah, I, your call. Yeah, I mean, I I will. 
I guess for once in my for once in my life, I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast Shillelagh. Huh. Yo, all right. I don't want to fight you, but I will beat you to death with this stick. Yeah, <laughs> I cast Shillelagh on my staff. All right, you Shillelagh. Yep, I I do that. My staff glistens. <laughs> all right, that's your turn. Uh, yeah, that's my turn. I guess. All right, um, Maris, it's your turn. Uh, Claymore just got hit with a uh, a guiding bolt from a familiar uh, druid. Perfect. Which means you have advantage on your next attack. Sure do. I wasn't going to hit him. Whoever attacks him next has advantage. Perfect. Okay. Um, My eyes kind of light up and I hold my hand out and I just say, sit. And I cast uh, command. Oh, all right. Uh, Okay. Uh, What's the wisdom save? I believe it is. Uh, 13. Goddamn stupid, dumb Claymore. (laughs) Command had to work one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird that it did almost. Yeah, uh, so it does work. Claymore's not very wise. Yeah, that's fair. He is very charismatic, though. Which is important for a fighter. <laughs> He's got Riz. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he fails. Um, and his next turn, he will use his action to sit. Perfect. You have a bonus action, and you have movement and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to... I really only have like one bonus action. And I'm not going to do it. So instead, I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to kind of like stay there or like I'll like take a step to the, the side. wall of Maris stands strong. Yeah, the wall, the wall of Maris stands strong. Okay. Coming up next, it's Claymore's turn. You're d- looking directly at Claymore as he charges at you. A younger, hotter, fancier mustached Claymore, but Claymore nonetheless. And then suddenly you say, sit. And then he sits down like it's not like he sits down legs crossed it's like no it's like standing running about to attack you his legs sort of like stop in a place where he feels like he's got good purchase he's got his blade up and he just sits on the ground like straight up like 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 how our baby falls over sometimes just bloop, sits on the ground just boop his little butt on the ground and then you hear behind you a set of armor just <laughs> similarly sits down he says god damn it <sighs> So he kind of looks at him. Did he get? Did he get guiding bolted? Also, <laughs> he is glowing. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Uh, so Rasha, it's your turn. Um, are the other two running at us? Uh, they are like it's more like a light jog, like a cautious jog. They don't look to be like charging aggressively. No, they're the not charging aggressively in the way Claymore is. It's sort of more like like now we're cleaning up Claymore's mess again. This who like you know it could be doppelgangers, but also who are these random people? We're trying to talk. Okay, hear me out. We don't want to fight you. And if you don't like what we have to say, then you can try and kill us after. (laughs) Give me a persuasion check. Yay, I'm using the black one. Uh, 23. Okay, so you say that and they they, they both respond with, uh, Rolf specifically responds with, uh, yeah, sure, but like first things first, we gotta stop him. Uh, so can kind of, kind of just gestured at him, like it's your friend. <laughs> which one was she pointing at? <laughs> or which one was he pointing at? <laughs> the one, the, the, the one, the younger one. The younger one. They were referring to their friend Claymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then she's going to cast hold person on Claymore. Sure. What's the save? Uh, DC. Again, I believe it's also wisdom, right? It is wisdom, and it is uh the save DC is sixteen. You got a natural twenty. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, wait. No, he didn't. I'm going to cast <laughs> Cutting Words. Uh, no, sorry. Silvery Barbs. Oh, okay. So force him to re-roll and take the lower one. Okay, good. Because I was going to woe him. <laughs> okay. 
now now he got an eight minus two <laughs> to a six. Haha. Also, I couldn't woe him. I had well, I would have had to do it before you called the number. Uh, and that means that you get to choose one person who now has advantage on the next thing they do. It could be yourself. It could be someone else. Um, I'm going to give it to myself because I'm a greedy bitch and it sounds like we're going to be doing a lot of talking. Uh, up next is the two friends, the two buddies. They sprint up behind Claymore and he's sitting on the ground. So they try to both grapple him. So you kind of had their hands on her hips. Like, looking disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Disapprovingly. Uh, she's going to walk yeah. up to Claymore and kind of, like, like, can I do that? Is it? It's not your turn. I think they automatically succeed because Claymore is currently paralyzed. Yeah. Oh, right. He's whole person. Uh, yeah. So they go up and they uh, grab him and uh, just have him fully grappled and then suddenly restrained. And uh, the other Claymore, uh, you notice? Yeah. <laughs> Combat's over. I'll drop a spell. Uh, so you can kind of, again, hands on her hips, shaking head disapprovingly at younger Claymore. Uh, oh my god. What the fuck? What the hell? He's still glowing. And then uh, restrained Claymore. Restrained Claymore has his, like, he's got, like, something over his mouth now, and he's all tied up and shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, you were kind of a firebrand when you were younger, huh? I ask. Old Claymore. Uh, uh, Old Moore. Old Moore. Uh, I've had a lot of time to think about it. <laughs> so he kind of goes up to younger Claymore and like kind of squats down in front of him. And she's like, do I look like a threat? And she's like looking out here very sickly from recently being cursed. <laughs> <laughs> it was very rude of you to attack me like that. We just wanted to talk. Older Claymore or newer Claymore. Your Claymore uh, says, um, yeah, you you shot us. Really hard. Only because it was self-defense. You attacked first. Yeah, I get that. But the point is that, yes, you are a threat. Look, she she turns to younger Claymore. I did that as a first level spell. It could have hurt a lot more. So I was actually being really nice. Uh, Ziggy and Rolf are really confused by the idea of a first level spell. <laughs> what do you mean first level? A first level spell. Like, you know, like the first tier of being able to cast that spell. I, d I held back three levels of power, okay? That could have been three times worse. It means she held back. She stands up. Okay, none of us do any magic. Have you ever met a druid? No. They, what do you mean you've never met a druid? You're in the past. There's probably druids everywhere. No, they're, they're highly reclusive. They're, they're secretive. They're, like, nigh-mythic. Have you guys ever met a fairy before? Yeah, you ever met a fairy? I had a crazy... Like, look, these are things that don't exist here. Uh, so Sukun kind of sighs and she like looks at them and she's like, listen, okay, here's the thing. We are magical beings from another plane of existence. Okay. Are you with us? <laughs> no. Okay. So we are magical beings from another plane of existence. Okay. Just saying it slower doesn't make it sound more plausible. Listen, okay, this is our friend Claymore. I have 11 toes and three hearts. That's very cool. She points at old Claymore. I'm gonna... <laughs> see, let's see old Claymore over here. Yeah, he looks kind of like young Claymore, but he looks way too messed up. Yeah, well, watch this. She walks over and she pinches his arm real hard. Ow! Uh, and then the other Claymore is like... Mm! Because he's still tied up. They're actually the same person. <laughs> and we were actually sent here 
by you, Rolf. How in the Yeah, Rolf, you, oh, right, I forgot. Rolf, you sent us. You just say stuff, and you just expect people to just be on board with this, huh? Yeah, would you want me to roll for it? <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Ziggy, are you, are you listening to this shit? These people sound crazy. That's you, Marilyn. You're Ziggy. <laughs> Wait, Marilyn's an NPC now? Yeah. <laughs> just for, just, just, look, dreams are weird. Oh, fuck, what's the voice? I don't know. I've heard some pretty crazy things in my time. Well, so wait, you... Okay, this is believable then. All right, fine. Let's just entertain this. Well, the mustaches look the same. Yeah, just just entertain us. Just like, just commit to the bit for a little while. Suspend your belief, okay? Okay, let's pretend for a moment. Yeah, pretend that everything we say is true. That this is all real. Okay, we are from another plane of existence. Yeah, sure, whatever. What the hell are you doing here and what do you want? Uh, we were sent here to do something to get Claymore. See, Claymore dies, okay? You also die, but everybody dies eventually. No. Um, Claymore dies. <laughs> no, no. No, maybe we shouldn't. Claymore dies. Um, in the future, he's killed by a bunch of spiders or something in a forest. Something similar to this, but like in the future. So watch out for spiders. Um, am I altering the timeline? I don't know. Anyway. Um, and he got trapped in a magical ring. Do you guys have any magic rings on you? Well, uh, you look at Claymore's finger. He's got the same ring. <gasps> uh, she, she bends down. She points at that finger. That ring. You're going to be stuck in that for thousands of years or something. I hold it up. I hold mine up. And then I point at it. I point at young Claymore and back to my ring. And then I say, we're going to be best friends. That give me an idea. Uh, she looks at old Claymore and she says, uh, tell your younger self something only you would know. We always pee in the pool. Everybody does that. No. I mean, no, me neither. Claymore, when we were 21 years old, there was an incident involved with a city guard. We took them... <sighs> we were under the impression that there were... <sighs> fjord cultists. They were going to attack the capital, and I was not one of them. We still aren't, but we always wanted to be. We took City Watch on a wild goose chase chasing Ford cultists, and I was under the impression that this was my chance to prove to them that I could be one of them, but instead, I accidentally lured them into the den of a black dragon, and instead of assisting them in the fight, I ran and they all perished, and you left town, and you never spoke about it to anyone. Bound Claymore, his eyes welling in tears, has a sudden look of confusion and acceptance and shame wash over his face as he stops struggling against his bonds and relaxes. We never... We never forgave ourselves for that. And from then, every opportunity we got, we were always trying to be positive with everyone we met. Because if we couldn't protect them, at least we could make them feel a bit of joy. Do you believe us now? And Bound Claymore shamefully nods his head. Glad we're all on the same page. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sukunkana is convinced that these this version of Claymore and his friends are not real. <laughs> zero consequences. Dream people. Yeah, she's like, this is a zero consequence situation. Mm -hmm. So like a teenager normally? 
Yeah, like she like again, she's not thinking into the future. She's 17. Like <laughs> she looks at everyone and says, "So we're here to get old Claymore a body because he's currently trapped in a ring and not right now though because we're in this sort of like metaphysical realm sort of. And that's why we why we were sent here to get him a body. Not your body, I assume. I would love to have that body again. Um but there's uh it's, there's someone in there right now. Yeah, there's someone in there right now. Um, and as I mean, maybe not for long. As he says, there's someone in there right now. The armor that Claymore is wearing—it's in his the the form you only see him in in dreams. It's very shiny. It's gold armor. It's performative, but it's also very functional. Similarly, the armor you see on uh, young Claymore—it's gold. It's very pretty. It's meant to be seen. And as he's saying all these things a voice and a a sundial slowly drift down from just out of field of vision in the sky. And it's a giant sundial. A booming voice washes over the clearing and you hear, Canuhus denies your interference with the time line. Rasha hides behind a tree. And suddenly... Black Ichor begins to leak out of young, bound Claymore's eyes, nose, ears, mouth, and it all just begins getting sucked up into this sundial. The armor, the golden armor, suddenly stops being so wonderfully bombastic and and shimmery gold and yellow, and it suddenly becomes a very sort of pale, silvery white and the skin that was all around Claymore's uh, face and hands and any place that you could see any exposed skin suddenly withers away as this young, full-of-life individual that was once charging at you moments ago suddenly becomes a husk, a suit of armor filled with bones, a familiar suit of armor filled with bones, I point, I point, I point, and I'm like, is that Alexander? And suddenly the three of you are all, the four of you are all sucked back. All through the forest. Boom, the door closes behind you. You're thrown into the back wall of the tavern and you awaken. I get out, I get out my rock immediately. And we're done. No, I want to talk to Alexander. Oh my God. Also, you all level up. Okay. This is all good news. <laughs> the two adorable characters that annoy me have been condensed into one, which is just a minimization, <laughs> and I get a level up. My two best friends are the same person. God damn it, I actually liked Alexander. You can think of it as like Alexander is like a matured version of Claymore, maybe. I don't know. Alexander, but he's not hot, so he doesn't like have to try hard. <laughs> Alexander, but weathered down by time and depression. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to episode 27 of Tales of Bone and Ice, starring Grimhilda as Sukunkana, Marilyn as Maris Tarasit, Kander as Rasha Daggersheath, and myself, Brian Sherwood, as the DM. Music and editing done by Chelsea Love, with additional editing done by Brian Sherwood. You know the drill. Twitter at BonePod, TikTok and Tumblr at Tales of Bone and Ice, and of course, our Patreon at Tales of Bone and Ice. 
It's so fun to bring you this show, and I know I say it a lot, but thank you so, so much for listening and sharing our show with people in your life. It makes it all worth it. Thanks again, and remember, I'm proud of you. Keep doing your best. Would you two fucking... <laughs> Please. She started it. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I on camera and distracting you by being on camera? <laughs> the thing that you asked me to do? I wasn't talking. Uh. I wasn't doing nothing. You could just ignore me. Or it could just be off camera. <laughs> Jesus. So I have... This is a fun... This is a funny moment that I'm going to, like, hopefully uh, get y'all's help in a little bit. I want two of you to just do like random I'm coming back from a successful hunt voices with me uh, for some work on the uh, the rest of the people coming back and hopefully my darling wife will be able to just put this fully work in under like really really quiet under uh just way in the background and if it doesn't work this could, this could just all go to hell and stuff we can just do the normal thing um but I'm going to be Claymore mm-hmm. uh, uh one of y'all can be Rolf and then one of y'all can be random other person yeah what was Rolf's voice perfect I want to be random I want to be the wind <laughs> what be the wind? Ooh. The wind is some kind of bird. Sorry. There you go. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what is that like? It was pretty. It was pretty gas. Yeah. So let me let me set up the scene first. <laughs> the three of you, the four of you, setting. I'll be the horse uh, up in this. Nay. Yeah. nay. The four of you, watch watching this. Uh, nay, nay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> nay. <laughs> I've never had to like be so aggressive with the two of you before. We're making content. I don't know what you want from me. I know. Well done, folks. Uh, you're always so excellent at capturing things and tracking. I just, if, if you could point me in the right direction, I will take it down. But I cannot find it for the life of me. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good shot. <laughs> It was a pretty pretty lucky catch we got. <laughs> right place, right time. Oh, he said it. I had a line and now I can't concentrate. <laughs> you should have let me be the other person. Uh, God's sake. Um, Nay. <laughs> I'm going to mute myself. Can't, uh, can't wait to get back to camp. Uh, <laughs> No, I can't do it now. I'm too I'm too fucking fuzzled. Okay. <laughs> Should we start over but I'm the random stranger? <laughs> Wait, no, I wanna do this. No, I wanna do this. <sighs> Brian, give me what's his name's voice? Uh Rolf's voice is just pretty low down here. Pretty low down here. No. Yeah. Pretty low down here. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm Rolf. <laughs> Excellent. Why is that better? That was really great of you though. I have a tavern. Oh, yeah, yeah was, I have a tavern. <laughs> I can't imagine what it must have been like to deal with people like us. Oh, I'm so happy I'm not a tavern owner. Oh. We're real dicks. Can you believe that tavern owner bitching at us? We paid him ten gold. I know. <laughs> I know. Ten gold. It's your job to clean the table. The man, the man can retire, practically. Like, come on. <laughs>